I'm your host, James T. Green, and this is The Dispatch. The future. All right, Paris and Casey. James. James. Two of our future folks. Mm-hmm. Pretty much the big forward thinkers here at mm. the outline. If there ever <laughs> were any. <laughs> They are us. So there was a big thing happening in the world of Apple today. Uh, the WWDC conference mm-hmm. happened. The major the one Apple only. event <laughs> of the year, really. Yeah. And Tim I take it y'all were watching it. Mm-hmm. A lot happened. I but mean, also a little. Good morning. I hear the student developers. Good morning and welcome to WWDC 2018. Mm, Yeah, I mean, this conference can get a little overblown because sometimes I feel like the the big the big usually consumer relevant news is like new hardware. And in the past, like WWDC has been the event where I think like they originally announced the iPhone like at at a January event. Three things, a widescreen iPod with touch controls, a revolutionary mobile phone, and a breakthrough internet communications device. An iPod, a phone, and an internet communicator. An iPod, a phone. Are you getting it? These are not three separate devices. This is one device. And we are calling it iPhone. Today, today Apple is going to reinvent the phone. And then released it at WWDC or they were like it's going to be available now at WWDC same with the iPad I believe was formally announced at a WWDC so there's like historical precedent for like really significant consumer oriented um, announcements but WWDC literally stands for Worldwide Developers Conference so it's really only supposed to be news that's like relevant to Apple developers but I mean it's when you're WWDC you're like ah what new iPhones iPads Mm -hmm. So, like, I think we still have some attachment to it based on that sort of precedent. And that really goes back to, like, the theatrical sort of Steve Jobs era. But this was really oriented around, like, software features, a lot of which were focused on, like, making life easier for users based on trying to, like, really moderate their interaction with their devices. There was a lot of, like, um, like like a new setting for do not disturb mode where you can turn it on and set a time limit for when to turn it off. And we made it easier than ever to use do not disturb because now we have a great new mode where when you press into do not disturb and control center, you can set an ending time for do not disturb for when you leave a particular location or when an event ends on your calendar. So I think we're all going to be using do not disturb a bunch more. Because okay, like that I know helpful. that's like a, a thing that I have where I will turn it on for some arbitrary reason, like a group text is going nuts. 
and then forget that it's on for like a month and be like, why am I not getting any text message alerts? And it turns out Do Not Disturb has been on. So I can put it on for like, let's say an hour. When you turn it on, yeah, you can be like, turn it off after this calendar event that I'm in is over. Like a certain amount of time or like tomorrow. Yeah. So it's like really. Because I mean, previously it only turned off after 24 hours of Do Not Disturb mode. But now they also are going to have a feature that's Do Not Disturb while sleeping, which um, whenever you like say you're going to bed. That's really nice. Then it'll. Uh, kind of mute all of your alerts that if you're going to like check your phone or check what time it is you don't get uh, hit by what I think Tim could call a barrage of notifications which same (laughs) (laughs) a big big mood for 2018 and so we're introducing do not disturb during bedtime where all you'll see is this nothing to get you spun up and then there's things like you can set time limits for apps for yourself so you can be like you may spend one hour in Instagram, and when your hour is up, your phone will pop an alert that's like, okay, you've had your hour, like, time to move on. And And then during the day, when you're using the app, you'll receive a helpful notification letting you know time is almost up. And that's coming in addition to they're going to have, like, a weekly activity summary where it'll show, you know, how Mm -hmm. many hours you're spending on something, Mm -hmm. what, like, what hours of the day you're picking up your phone, which will be, like, a 24-hour average and show you hour by hour and then show you which apps are um, showing you the most notifications. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay, so, like, is this stuff that I would care about? Is this stuff that, like, other people outside of, like, developers would care about? I want to say yes. I mean, like, that's that's why, like, bring it up at the top at the top of the hour if you will here is that like i think that it's like the most sort of significant thing that's coming out of this is that like i mean a lot of tech companies now are trying to like moderate people's interactions with platforms and devices and like services they're like everyone now on average has an unhealthy attachment to like refreshing facebook or twitter or like you know posting extreme things to get reactions and like all of this stuff and they're trying to like level us out a little bit and give us like the tools that we need to separate ourselves. But isn't it kind of like screwed up that it's like, okay, here's this company or companies <laughs> because like, you know, we just talked together not too long ago about mm-hmm. like what happened at Google IO and they introduced mm-hmm. a very similar thing. Yes. And it's like these companies who like created these things for us and now are like, uh, we kind of screwed up. So now we're going to try to make you use them less. Like, what is their game plan? Yeah, like, I find it think? very funny that the, I don't know, it's, it seems to be the trend in tech as of lately with, I mean, Google's, Google I.O. recently and some other companies where they are like, oh, yeah, we, ex- you know, we created this thing and now you're addicted to it. But it's totally fine. We're going to provide the uh, cure, the solution. Mm-hmm. We'll just put mm-hmm. this uh, little lock on it and you'll be great. You mm-hmm. don't have to worry about the fact that, you know, you apparently don't have the self-control to stop yourself from looking at Instagram 12 hours a day. Right. I mean, I, I've been writing a blog about this that should, God willing, be up by before this episode comes out. But, like, it's basically like faced with a choice between people either continuing this sort of unhealthy cycle where they're drawn further and further into the abyss of notifications and what have you versus everyone just like throwing the whole thing out and running screaming into the night away from their smartphones. It's like of the two possibilities, Apple, Facebook, Google would rather keep you in it by moderating your interaction rather than driving you to a point of insanity. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they so that's their hooked. real like motivation is like we need to keep people in it 
by scaling it back like 10, 20%. The Dispatch is produced and hosted by me, James T. Green. And our theme is by the fantastic John Lagomarsino. Keep me posted what you think of the show. We're on Twitter at Outline Dispatch, and you can hit me up directly at underscore James T. Green. Bye.